wonder what success actually means? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? We all want it, yet sometimes it feels only some of us get to have it. Hi, Teresa and Blair here. We are two badass entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, coaches, and business mentors who have had success, felt success, questioned our own success, and reclaimed it. Let's be real for a hot minute. 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, and many of us have started to wonder if they'll lose the things that made them successful. So we got curious, raw and real about what success is truly about. Can you put it in a box? How can you get it? Can people take it away or are you the one with the power? Does it mean the same to all of us or are we the ones that create it? From PGA golf pros to doctors, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and spiritual mentors. We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success for vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Hello and welcome to another incredible episode of Dissecting Success. We have another really fun episode and the tables have turned yet again because I get to interview the one and only Blair Kaplan Venables today, my incredible co-host. I call her also a social media and PR guru. Uh, she is amazing. She was also called a social media maven, which I love that word maven for you too. And you're just such a badass overall. You've been in your business for 13 years now, which is incredible. Congratulations. And you're just such an inspiration. You do so many incredible things, not just for business, but really also supporting other you know, entrepreneurs and other people on their resilient journey with your I Am Resilient project. You've been going through some pretty tough things lately in your life. And I've been watching you and your business continue to flourish while you're navigating some really, really like hard life stuff, like stuff that I would have seen other people throw over and give up and walk away from everything and just be like, I can't do this anymore. And you have just Oh, it's giving me goosebumps because you just continue to inspire me to just keep going and keep moving forward and keep pursuing your dream. And you're so incredible. I love that we're hosting this podcast together and that you get to be the guest today. Hi. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me on our show. How fun is it? How fun is it to be the guest? It's good, isn't it? It's fun to be the guest, but mostly in this situation, it's because I get to be your guest. And I'm so enamored by your success and your story that to me, it's an honor that you're taking the time to interview me. So thank you so much. This um, series where I interview you and you interview me was your idea. And I think it's great. So thank you. You're so welcome. Well, Blair, you know the drill, but I'm going to dive right in and I would love to know what success means to you. Success. What is success to me? I think that's a great question. And I had to do the cliche answer about, wow, that's a really great question. But it's not a thing. It's a feeling. It's a feeling when people tell me I'm successful and I'm miserable, I'm not successful. And also what is success, right? Like when someone else defines success to them and they think I'm what that's, you know, what that definition is, 
but I don't feel it, then I don't think I am successful. But for me, over the years, it's changed. But right now, in my current state of being, success to me is the feeling of calm, excitement, and happiness. It's waking up every day excited to do my work. It's waking up every day feeling happy with my life choices. And also having the financial means to live the life I want to live. It's not being stressed out about money. It's not being stressed out about my, you know, personal life. Success to me has a lot to do with happiness. And so really, I think success is essentially another word for happiness. I love that. Success is another word for happiness. That is really powerful, Blair. Now tell me, when you think about, you know, your journey over the last 13 years and you've been incredibly successful and you've also had many happy moments, I would love to know from you, knowing that success is a feeling, what were some of those highlights or moments for you that you're like, dang, I'm so happy right now. I could burst maybe. Well, I've had a couple things happen throughout my career that I've been really proud of that I've had success in the moment. And I, cause I think success is a momentary thing. Like happiness is a momentary feeling and successful is continuous happiness, but like you might wake up one day and not be happy and not feel successful and that's okay. Um, so a couple of things that have happened recently, I'm just going to, you know, 13 years is a long time. I've helped get clients on dragon's den. That was a huge success. I've launched clients, um, into the space of social media and grow them, grown their following into the tens of thousand super success, really proud of myself. Um, but recently I've had a couple of wins that made me feel very successful on the business side, which is really great. So number one was I published a book pulsing through my veins, raw and real stories from an entrepreneur and became a best-selling author. And what felt really great was that the reason I wrote that book was because I wanted to learn how to write a book for the book I'm working on now. So I wasn't like one day I'm going to write an entrepreneurship book. I started working on a different book and realized I didn't know how to write a book. So I learned how to write a book with pulsing through my veins. I never had the goal of being a best-selling author till right before I launched it. And so being able to set goals and achieve them to me is that feeling of success. So the reason I became a best-selling author is because I tried out some marketing things that I thought would work. I did some research, did a hybrid approach to what I did and became a best-selling author. And so for me, the title of best-selling author is a success, but for me, the, the feeling of success is setting a goal and achieving it, <laughs> right? Like that feeling of like adrenaline. It's like, yeah, I did it. Whoa. So exciting. Two, I've been busting my tush at social media marketing and public relations for 13 plus years. And when I got, um, when I got notified that I'm a top 10 social media expert um, to watch in 2021, and it was published on Yahoo!, that was really exciting because my job is to promote other people and it has been to promote other people and put them in the spotlight, help them win awards. And so to be recognized to me was such an honor. And I felt extremely proud, very, very, uh, I felt successful. I, I felt like everything I've been doing and all the hard work I've done was just given the stamp of approval by the world. I love all of that. And I just want to start by saying congratulations, Blair, like seriously celebrating you for those incredible accomplishments. I think that a lot of people sometimes 
see only one side, you know, especially in the online world, the social media world, right? Like they see, you know, one, well, you're actually very good at showing your multifaceted sides of Blair. Let me say that. But I think that, you know, it's hard to really show people all the things that go on behind the scenes to build a business, to write a book, to get yourself the PR opportunities that you have, to get your clients the wins that they have gotten. And, you know, you've continued to do that and shown up and achieved these incredible accomplishments. And, you know, the rewards come. Those moments where, you know, you said it feels like the world has sort of given you that stamp of approval. But the thing is, in my mind, um, anyways, you didn't need that stamp of approval. The stamp of approval or those things are just a cherry on top. It's, you know, because you're incredible, whether you would have been a top 10 social media expert to watch or not featured on Yahoo, whether you would be a best-selling author or not, like you're incredible. You help so many people. You've helped me so much. I, you know, same to you shared this last week on my episode, but every time we speak, I learn something from you. Like you've got so much wisdom and knowledge and it, I just love seeing you win. At the way you do, I love seeing the business momentum that you've created. I love seeing what you've created in your business because to me, it also, you know, I find it very inspiring because to me, it's like Blair's done it and I get to be next. And I just love that. But yeah, like your success and what people see now and the, um, you know, accolades that you're getting and the recognition that you're getting, it's a cherry on top. And what I think is really interesting is you at the beginning mentioned I've been going through some personal struggles, which is accurate. Um, You know, I just lost my mother and my father-in-law and had a miscarriage on top of like a really difficult two years with my husband's health issues and some other stuff that happened. And my business over the last few months has been the most successful it's been in a really long time. So I have this super successful business and I'm really happy with it. And it's great because I'm in control of my business. And to me, that level of control is contributing to my happiness because my personal life, a lot of things are happening that are out of my control. So my personal life is in shambles, you know, big changes have happened that have changed the trajectory of the goals I set when I was younger for my personal life. But my business goals, I've set goals and I'm surpassing them. And I'm doing things that I didn't even know were my goals. And so- It's so interesting because it's, I am this one person who shares the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful on social media, but it's who I am. And it's an honor to work alongside you. And what I love is that you, first of all, thank you for all the kind words you've said about me. Like I have imposter syndrome. So when you say those things, I know they're from a genuine place and they mean a lot to me because no matter what I'm achieving, I still second guess myself. I still have to look at my brag bank and my, you know, remind myself of how far I've worked and how far I've come and how hard I've worked. But, um, to work alongside you, who's taken a business from seven figure to eight figure, knowing that our businesses will be growing at that type of rate and knowing that we get to do it together is such an honor. And I think a lot of my success, my happiness in my business world is about who I surround myself with is about my business community. It's about my business bestie, you. It's about my business friends. It's about my friends who are entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs who've become friends because we have to support each other. You don't go to school to be an entrepreneur. 
Like, I believe it's pulsing through my veins. I believe the genetic makeup of my entrepreneurialism is what's given me the momentum to get to where I am, along with some really hard life lessons. But also the strategic partnerships I have, the friendships I have, the mentors I have, the, you know, what I've invested in, it's all given me the momentum to get to where I am today. And Teresa, our relationship started off quite organically. And it's because we, you were an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur and us preneurs combined, we just became buds and then we became zoom pals and look at us now. And so it's, it's, it's really cool to see how far we've come in a year and where we're going. Totally. And I love that you brought that support piece and, and I mean, you can speak to that maybe a little bit more, but to me, I feel like because you are surrounding yourself with people that are on a similar journey because you're surrounded yourself with, you know, other entrepreneurs, preneurs, we call them preneurs now, um, that became friends. And we've developed this, you know, friendship above and beyond what we're doing together in business. And, you know, when we do that, when we get the support, when we are investing time and energy and money in building those and fostering those relationships, then when our life goes bonkers and shit happens that's so beyond our control and, you know, you've experienced some severe loss on top of the loss that we've all experienced going through this pandemic, you know, you're able to continue to keep building business momentum while you're dealing with some things outside of that. And I think that the support would be so at the heart of that. Support is so important. And there's different types of support. First of all, personal support. You can't pour from an empty cup. Okay. I'm someone who's dealt with multiple traumas throughout my life. I didn't start my therapy journey until my early, till my mid twenties, but I have a therapist. I've seen a grief counselor who I'm going to see again. I read books, listen to podcasts. I'm always working on myself. Even when I feel like I can't get out of bed because the weight of the world is heavy, I try to do something for myself that's going to make me feel better. Maybe it's just a shower, but I'm working on myself. I get the support I need from the external, external resources, the external world. And I do the same for my business. I don't know everything. No one does. You know, and I teach at BCIT, I teach clients privately and in group, you and I are leading momentum, which starts next week. Well, by the time you guys listen, it's this week, but um, you can't do it alone. You can only get so far alone. And, you know, I'll never forget, you know, if I meet someone who has more experience than me and like, if we have a click. I immediately tell them, I don't even ask them. I'm like, you're my mentor. Like, I'm so inspired by you. Like, can I, you know, let's hang out. Not, oh, can I pick your brain? Because if someone says that to me, I cringe. Don't ever ask me to pick my brain. To me, I, I picture like two like animals on my brain with my skull open and like two little scalpels, like picking away at it. Like that's painful. Let's be friends. I share lots of information with my friends and my social media following and my clients. They get tons of information, um, you know, friend, business friends of mine. When we're talking, we're there to bounce ideas off each other. But there comes a point where you need to invest in that support. Like, I don't know everything about public relations and I'm investing in a publicity program. 
and PR coaching. And I invest in public speaking coaching. I'm doing a public speaking program. I'm always investing in myself so I can be better for my clients. What are you doing so you can be better for your clients? Are you taking a course? Are you subscribed to newsletters? Have you hit a plateau? Like, are you plateauing on how much money you're making and you want to get to the next level, but you don't know how? What are, how are you going to get there? I've been there and I've pivoted. And I know that word's overused, but it's just like the perfect, perfect word. And I've made changes and I, I've made a change from being a social media marketing company that does social media for you to being a social media mentor and coach. I speak on screens around the world. I write books. I write articles. My expertise is featured on podcasts. I started the I Am Resilient Project. I've completely changed what I do and that's okay because change is important. That's part of your growth, right? When you grow, you change, but I didn't do it alone. I did it with a lot of support and coaching, writing my book. I didn't know how to write the I Am Resilient Project book. So I invested in a book writing coach and then wrote a book. So how are you going to achieve your goals? Who's supporting you? Like, think about it. If you can't think of how you're getting that support, maybe it's an opportunity for us to support you. And if we're not the right people, though our supports are out there. Their supports are there because you can't do it alone. I totally agree with you, Blair. You know, I think that a lot of people are like, oh, I got to do it alone. Or maybe they're at the beginning of their business journey, or maybe things aren't working anymore in their business. And like you said, they've hit that stagnant point. Like just this week, I had a conversation with um, someone and we spoke about pricing services and, you know, as a coach, and I see this a lot, like coaches charging by the hour and figuring out by the hour. And if you're a coach out there that's still charging by the hour, please stop charging by the hour. You're not an hourly employee. You're not paid by the hour. You're paid for results. Um, But, you know, here's the thing, right? Like at one point you're going to have to choose to move, Like what moves are you going to make and what support you need to make those moves? And you got to dare to go first. Like you got to dare to invest before you may even be ready to invest, right? Like I see this all the time. And I used to have this like discussion at the hotel, by the way, um, around investing in, you know, growth and marketing and all the things. And at the end of the day, you know, money is an energy, but it takes money to make money. And it takes support to get the tools that you need to create the momentum that's needed to be able to start generating a consistent income. And so if you're like, I can't afford the support, I'm not ready for the support, right? Like if if that's your mindset, if you're like, I, you know, I'm going to do it on my own. And once I get to this level, or once I get to that level, then I'm going to get myself a coach. You're probably going to end up being one of those businesses that does not make it past its first four years. Like, I hate to tell you this, but most businesses don't survive the first four years. And a lot of the reasons for that is because they're trying to do everything themselves, the things that they know, the things that they don't know, and ultimately burn themselves out in the process. And yeah, it can be scary to invest, whether you have the money or you, you know, you're, you're using investments, credit cards, um, you know, any like, you know, loans that you have, it's scary to make that investment, especially at the beginning. But, you know, I know, Blair, you've done it, you've invested, you, you invest a lot in your growth, and it pays off. And I'm the same, and it's paid off, like, the return on these investments is huge. But, 
it's also understanding that a I don't want to do it alone. I don't have to do it alone. And I much rather get the support to accelerate my business growth so that, you know, the business is going to be in a really good place in a short amount of time rather than in a meh, meh place in and a like, long time. Let's just think back to like all the things you've done in life that you things you've done alone that hasn't been as good as things you've done with other people. I'm going to think about some entrepreneurship stuff. One, uh, let's see. My mom signed up for Avon so I can go door to door selling makeup because I wanted to afford my own makeup. I dropped the ball. Like no one was coaching me. I was 12, maybe got some free makeup. I used to have lemonade stands with my childhood friend, Aaron and her sister. Well, who's also my friend, Sarah. Um, We did it together. Teamwork. Did we make money? Probably. But like it was fun. When I was 18, I imported cigar box purses from New York and sold them in the mall. I didn't do that alone. I would have known what to do. I did it with someone who knew what they were doing. And that taught me a lot of lessons. And now I still I still have a lot of cigar box purses that need homes. <laughs> um, when I started my business, I started networking. And one of the people I networked with was a business coach. And I didn't even know this was a profession. And we did a trade. And I started working with a coach. And that coach told me to read E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber before doing anything with her. And that book changed my life. I got that coaching advice when I started my business to read a specific book. And now I have systems implemented in my business, which I've still used to this day and evolved because of a coach. I also was given specific tools and resources from this coach. And that opened up my eyes to the world of coaching, not, oh, I'm going to be a coach one day because I've been coaching without being a coach in the sense of like, I've been marketing and providing advice until realizing that I really want to do this because I love educating, inspiring and teaching. But that, you know, that experience of being at a networking event, meeting a coach, doing a trade, her telling me to read a book and giving me tips on what to do when I launched my business is a big reason I am where I am today. So how long have you been in business? Where, you know, where are you in business? Where do you want to be? And I think, you know, some of us have other family members who are entrepreneurs. Some of us are working in a business and we want to you know, leave the business and start a business. Some of us, you know, are taking over a family business. And I think it's really great to be surrounded by, um, you know, other entrepreneurs, but because I've been coaching and mentoring in the digital space for years and been doing this, you know, I have systems that work and tools that work. And I've had people come to me who've said, Blair, I want to be a social media marketing expert like you. Great. And I teach them how to make five figures a month. Blair, I want to do my own social media marketing and I want to stand out and I don't know how to create a plan. I coach them. I teach them how to make a plan. I teach them how to be organized, create content, how to generate the ideas, how to encourage engagement. Blair, I want to start writing articles for publications. Okay, this is, this is how you do it. And I, some of that stuff I made up and learned stuff the hard way. So you don't have to. And some of it I've gotten coaching on. I love that, Blair. You know, I think you're making so many valuable points and you're sharing so many incredible nuggets. I'm just so blessed that you're a guest on this podcast, because again, I learned something new or a few things new. I didn't know that you still had cigar purses that need a home for an example, which is just really funny. But, you know, I just, 
yeah, the support piece is so huge. And I'm going to ask you our final questions uh, in a moment, but I want to finish this episode with your answer to that question. So I'm going to just let people know that if what Blair just mentioned resonated. If you're like ready to create next level momentum in your business, if you're ready to create a consistent income, 10K, like 10K plus months regularly, if you want to be featured in PR, if you want to know what to do rather than constantly wondering what you're going to do next or how you're going to pay your bills tomorrow, then, you know, momentum is starting Friday, April 30th. There is 10 spots available. There might not be 10 spots available when you hear or listen to this episode, likely there will not. And so you really want to jump in and get that support. We're going to drop the link in the show notes and it's an incredible opportunity to come learn from Blair and myself and really build a business that is working for you and that, you know, you can be a business owner like Blair that's 13 years in doing incredibly well, getting featured on Yahoo and killing her financial goals in her business and celebrate 13 years in business. So this could be your start. This program could be your opportunity to get that spark of inspiration and the support that you need. So links in the show notes. So Blair, I would love to know because you've shared so many great things and you're just such a, such an rock star, seriously. Like you're like my entrepreneur idol. Um, if you could only give one piece of advice to someone who's on their path to success, what would that be? I'm going to keep it simple, Teresa. Only do things that bring you joy. Don't do things just for the money. Do things that bring you happiness. Be happy. If you're not happy, you're not doing it right. And you're going to be miserable. I did that. I was doing things for the money. I was not stoked on life. If you work with clients that bring you joy, that are aligned with you, you take on tasks that you love, you delegate out the things you don't like bookkeeping, for example, I make sure that what I take on brings me joy. I make sure that the people in my life bring me joy. If they don't, we, you know, I remove it, remove them from my life or my, you know, client list and don't feel busy. I refuse to be busy. If you feel busy, you're doing it wrong. I now am fulfilled. I correct people all the time. You are so busy. No, I'm not. I'm fulfilled. If I start feeling busy with work tasks, it means I'm doing too much or I'm doing things I don't like. So don't be too busy. Be happy. Be fulfilled. And thank you so much for having me on our podcast. My God, you're so welcome. So there you have it. Only do things that bring you joy. This was such a blessing, Blair. I can't wait for our future episodes together and continuing this fun, epic journey that we're on. And I just love you. So have the best, best day wherever you are. We love you. Bye. That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast, Dissecting Success on the App Store. And follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more.